the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And we got the dynamic duo back in the studio today. That yeah, being, of course, man. Uh, uh, score counselor Rich Jekyll, the award-winning Rich Jekyll. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart. And me, the uh, host of the American Adversaries radio show, Christopher Hart. That's right. And both of us were out last week, but uh, they did a great job with the show. Did so, they? Yeah, yeah. I, know, I heard some yeah. feedback. We uh, yeah. went in the dumper. <laughs> That's what I told Lucy. Uh, they did great, though. <laughs> anyway, we're here today, and of course, this is virtually the eve of BizFest. So we're going to spend a great deal of the show today talking about BizFest. Of course, you're still invited to come on out. I think it might be too late to register. I think the, the door closed on that uh, because uh, at the end of last week. Yep. So, uh, but you last can still, night. yeah, you can still show up. And it is a free event, and it's going to be at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. Great networking event. Absolutely. Great networking event. And didn't know, but it's five years old. Yeah. And, uh, so we can go ahead and bring our guests in, and uh, because they're going to be a big part of the BizFest itself. One is going to be the MC, that is Phil Zeman, who is also a counselor at SCORE. Phil, good to see you today. Great to be here. Looking forward to having a little discussion today. All right. Great radio voice. How about I know, that? Oh, man. Where did you get that? <laughs> I don't know. And Jeff Pearsall, who is going to be the keynote speaker at BizFest. Jeff, Jeff, I'm sorry. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> Chris, it's a great honor to be with you. Thank you very much. Another excellent voice. Okay. And as I said, we're going to talk a great deal about BizFest. So why don't we just begin by talking? Well, first of all, what we like to do always is get to know something about our guests. And, of course, SCORE is a great organization, been around over 50 years now, uh, designed, developed, and uh, the goal is to help entrepreneurs nationwide. So how many uh, offices nationwide now, Rich? About 390 with 15,000-plus volunteers. All over the nation. So yep. if you know somebody at... Pick a city, I'll bet you there's a SCORE office there. Somewhere nearby, that's yep. right. If you know somebody in another city or town who is uh, uh, start, you know, going to get out on their own and uh, try to make it in the business world, uh, refer them to score, uh, SCORE in their local town because you can go to SCORE.org, that's the national website, and find out exactly where those locations are. Correct, man. You can even yeah. find a mentor online that is likely to be in your business or industry. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've already learned something new today. Good. I'm glad I was able to help. All the- right. And, of course, the local SCORE office here is located in the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, which is itself undergoing a business makeover. Yes, it is in the old Sears area. And I know that brings a tear to your eye every oh, time boy. I say Sears. 
Yeah, because that used to be your home store. Oh, it was for many, many years. Yeah, that was the place to go. The Craftsman Tools, the Levi Jeans. Yeah, man, uh, they had it all. But uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, the National Entrepreneur Center, which of course is where also the BizFest will be this year, as it has always been. And the easiest way to find it is to park in the parking garage on the west side, right there where McGuire is. And then just look for the vines on the wall. And, of course, for BizFest, there'll be signs as well. But you can always just find it by looking for the vines on the wall, and they will lead you to the source of growth. That's right. Vines equal growth. (laughs) That's That's why they're painted on the wall. Indeed they are. And there's a lot to offer at the National Entrepreneur Center, and they're open to the public Monday through Friday, normal business hours, or if you call SCORE, for instance, on the phone, you will actually get to talk to a human being. It might even be rich one of these days. It might be. 407-420-4844 is the number, 407-420-4844. And as I said, we have another SCORE counselor in the studio with us today, Phil Zeman. So uh, why don't we start with you, Phil? Uh, First of all, tell us a little about yourself. Are you from the Orlando area? I have been in Orlando for five years, Chris. I'm originally from Fort Lauderdale, and as a SCORE counselor, I've been involved with SCORE for 15 years with three different offices. Fort Lauderdale, I started, spent some time in Jacksonville before coming here five years ago. So my career in banking, my daytime job, really aligns well with what happens at SCORE, and that's really why I got involved with SCORE, because that's what I do every day is try to figure out solutions and help businesses along the way. So it was a natural fit for me, and I've been involved for a while, and it, it really is a great benefit and resource for our business community. Yeah, it's Rich worked Stewart. out really well. Yeah. So I take it you're still in the banking business. I still am. I'm a commercial banker with Center State Bank. Center State Bank is the largest community bank in the state of Florida. And uh, the key to our our capabilities are is that we're decentralized. That allows us to maintain our community flair and really serve our clients. And we're committed to doing that. And I've been there about a year and a half, long enough to really understand how Center State Banks operates, not long enough to be drinking the Kool-Aid. So I can honestly say Center State Bank is a a bank committed to the community. And you're one of the few banks that caters to small business. We are on on a really organic level. I can honestly say that. Like I said, I've been there long enough to really understand how they operate, and and they are committed to keeping decision-making local so that allows us to yeah. be in touch, you know, closely with our community. Small business expansion. Yep. Exactly. Now, you're going to be the MC for the BizFest. I am going to be. What yep. exactly does that mean? I'm going to be a- able to introduce everybody, including Jeff and his partner, Eric Wright. Along, I'll, be, I'll also be monitor- monitoring a six-person panel discussion on funding your business, which is going to be an interesting uh, concept this year because – We'll have six panelists, two of which are funding sources. I mean, three of which are funding sources, and three are businesses that they help put in business. So the audience is going to get the really good understanding of, A, not only what the funding, how the funding source can provide capital, but secondly, to see a real live example of who they put in business and how they evolved and helped them along the way. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jeff, what about you? Are you from this area? And by the way, we're speaking now with Jeff Pearsall, 
and he's with SCB Marketing. By the way, he's also author of the books book, and we'll have to talk about this, Dogs Don't Bark at Parked Cars. Um, and he's going to be the keynote speaker at BizFest. So, Jeff Pearsall, thanks for being on the show today. First uh, it's good to be here, Chris. Yeah. And I'm yeah. one of the um, rare birds. I'm one of the originals that was born in Orange Memorial. Oh, uh, my goodness. Left, about, uh, left at two and came back in 2000. Uh, actually graduated on the west coast of Florida. I see. And then I was in basketball coaching for 10 years, got into professional sales, business development, recruited back down here to the Melbourne area to take over a company, and then started SCB Marketing in 2006. What does SCB Marketing do? So we started with a business publication, high-end, very upscale. I tend to call it Entrepreneur Magazine on steroids for the local community offering best practices and stories on businesses. And it's really the early stage entrepreneur and the second stage entrepreneur that they can't get publicity. It's very difficult to ever get their story told. Uh, And what we have found over the 13 years uh, with our expansion five years ago into the Orlando market with I4 Business Magazine is that these CEOs all carry some very common characteristics. And it's very predictable for success as you start to watch those characteristics. And that's kind of what we wrote about in Dogs Don't Bark at Parked Cars. I see. And clever. Very and, clever. And well, so you're going to be the keynote speaker and along you uh, with a partner? Yeah, my, my partner, Eric Wright, who helped co-author the book, he and I are going to do what we call four trap talks. And they're basically 12 to 15-minute segments on four different particular topics for entrepreneurs. Okay, we'll get into that maybe just a little bit so you can kind of tease Absolutely. what's yeah, going to be. Yeah, we'll, we'll tease we it We don't want you to tell <laughs> the end of the story. But very very interesting. You can, you can throw out the first part of it. But as we were getting ready to start the show, Phil was telling us that this is the fifth year already. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but the fifth year anniversary now, fifth yeah. annual, I guess we can call it, BizFest. It is. It is. How did the, how did the concept start? Well, it was the 50th anniversary of SCORE that started in 1963. So the leadership group at SCORE Orlando decided we needed to do something special. Actually, we we copied it from a couple other offices. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were, they started the concept of this BizFest thing and we brought in the PitchFest thing. So continue. Yeah. So in the PitchFest, which was a unique (laughs) concept at the time where we brought in, um, uh, t- three early stage companies and three startups, pure startups, and we put them through kind of a shark shark tank scenario where they got to display their product or service to a group of judges, and then we voted on them, and it, it really has evolved. And this year what we're doing a little different than having a pitch fest is we're bringing back three of the, the companies that won the pitch fest over the years, and we're kind of doing a where are they now. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. There's a, there's some really good companies that again, considering they were startups, you know, three to five years ago, and they're still in existence. That by itself is going to be a fun story to hear, but to see how they did it. So that's going to be a unique twist that we haven't had before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. And, and once again, BizFest is also a great networking opportunity. Huge. And absolutely, you're not going to find a better one all yeah. year long. And it's a great time to get get acquainted. 
say if you've been out there listening to the show, but you've never been over to, you know, to score, maybe you've checked it out on the website, but that's all you've done. This is a great way to just kind of come around and get acquainted with everybody. Yeah. Don't forget the speed counseling. I was too. Say, and you'll get a little a taste of what score does. Explain what you're talking about. Yeah. We're going to have like uh 20 minute speed counseling sessions where you can sign up for a counselor to meet a counselor and talk about your business and if we don't get um, done in that 20 to 30 minute segment, we'll schedule you with a counselor for an hour long segment. Yeah, because this is one of the advantages of SCORE. Uh, the counselors come from, you know, the, the widest variety, <laughs> variety of backgrounds. Exactly, backgrounds. And so uh, the person you meet that day. By, by chance, might be just the person you need to talk to. Right. and that's, But they oh, may refer you to someone else. They may, but we're going to try to line them up with people in their industry. That's what the whole idea is. Right, yep. And once again, the mentorship program does not cost you a thing. It's the once Not again, a thing. It's the it's what? It's big F word, man. Free, baby. Free. <laughs> Free sugar. That's right. <laughs> so take advantage of it, you know, and especially if you're – you're just getting started out, but before you even get going, go down and talk to the people at SCORE before you start spinning your wheels. Yeah, don't make the same mistakes we made. Exactly. So, And you can go to orlando.score.org to find out more about BizFest. Once again, it's too late to pre-register, but that doesn't mean you can't come. You can walk in the front door, and they'll fill out the paperwork right there for you, basically give you a name tag and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, then you make yourself at home. And they'll have refreshments for lunch. It starts at noon, and they'll have some refreshments a couple hours later, and then it culminates with Rich's favorite part. Ah, uh, yes, the open bar. The cocktail party, <laughs> that's right. And the hors d'oeuvres are always fantastic as well. So once again, you're all invited. It is May 2nd, so it's coming up this week, May 2nd, Wednesday. And right. you're going to be there. And we're going to be there. The That's air. right. We're going to be doing a live remote broadcast of my show, the American Adversaries Radio Show, like we've done every year. Every year, man. And uh, we, except the first year. I don't think we did it the first year. But every year since then, we've done a live remote broadcast. No, we did do it the first year. I think After we all, did do it right, the first year. we were on our yeah. show hawking it. Anyway, we'll yeah. tell you more about it when we come back with more of What's the Score. That she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her Welcome back to What's the Score, our BizFest Eve edition. There you go, man. And that voice, of We're course. We're all over that one. That belongs to Rich Jekyll. I am Christopher Hart. And our guests today are Phil Zeman. He is a counselor at SCORE, and he is going to be the MC for the BizFest. And Jeff Pearsall, who is going to be the keynote speaker. And once again, we're devoting pretty much this show to BizFest. But the whole idea is to promote business, which is the whole idea of SCORE and the, and the National Entrepreneur Center, which work they work in conjunction with SCORE to produce this event, don't they, Rich? Oh, yeah, and these two guys dovetail right into that effort. And so, once again, it is coming up this Wednesday, the 2nd, May the 2nd, at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. And Phil was just talking about uh, uh, the past BizFests where they had, uh, for instance, one of the events, and there are a number of things going on throughout the day. We want to make this clear. And like Rich mentioned, the speed, speed counseling. Speed counseling. There's going to be forums set up. 
And you said you're going to be hosting a, uh, a roundtable discussion. A pan- yeah, panel discussion with funding sources and recipient of those sources. And there'll be other panel discussions as well. I think there's usually one on social media. Yeah, there's going to be two. Um, there is, yep. Social media presentations with Pamela Starr from Google. Okay. So obviously that's always a relevant topic, web marketing and internet uh, marketing. And then um, we have uh, two roundtables, sales presentation with Mike. It'll all start at noon, okay, at the Orlando Fashion Square. You can get there early if you like, but it officially kicks off at noon. And then these things will be going on throughout the afternoon. Yeah. As well as, and then during breaks, you'll be able to take advantage of, say, if you take advantage of one of the round tables during a break, you can go out and there'll be a professional photographer, right? I was just yep. going to say that. You're right on my line of thought here today, man. And what, that is so rare. And what will he be doing? He will be doing headshots. For? And you, you use these, they're professional headshots. You use them for your website, for your LinkedIn, for your Facebook, all of that stuff. So you brand yourself. And he won't be taking these with his cell phone, okay? This will be a professional <laughs> no, be setup. No. Be a professional setup, backdrop, lights, you know, yeah. shades or whatever they call them and all. Yeah, yeah. And, and guess how much it'll cost? The big F word, man. Tell them. They're free. Exactly. Free. So please do take advantage of that. And now what the way they do it is they take a number of them, and you pick out the one you want yeah. or the ones you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, come on down once again, May the 2nd, noon it starts. And as I said, these events go on throughout the afternoon. And so it'll be you'll be able to go from one event to the other event. You'll be able to circulate throughout. Sign the, up for different events exactly. at different times. And there'll be sponsors there that you'll be able to meet. And they'll have tables there with information on them and things and like freebies. that. And freebies. They bring freebies. Absolutely. So once again, this is free to you. This event is absolutely free to you, as is the cocktail party, which will be the culmination of the event after the keynote speaker speaks. And what time will that be about? Uh, are you planning, uh, Phil, for the keynote speakers? Keynote to- speakers, I think from 5.15 to 6.15 is an hour, somewhere right around that time frame. And then the cocktail party just kicks off about 6.30, 6.15, 6.30. Yep. My cocktail party kicks off at 2.30. <laughs> yeah, we know, Rich. Uh, but uh, if there's anything left, uh, at, at about 6.30, everybody will be able to take advantage of that. And as I said, there will be hors d'oeuvres there. The caterers are, are excellent. Yeah, they're, they're all ex-clients of ours, too. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so, and once again, Jeff Pearsall is going to be the keynote speaker. And Jeff, it's pretty rare. That's right to meet anybody anymore born in at the time called Orange Memorial Hospital. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to get his autograph before which, he leaves here. Which it and and Florida San yeah. was the other hospital. San short for sanitarium because yeah. I think it was the fifth floor or something. Yeah, it was devoted for people who had disorders. Yeah, going back to the fifties, and there's not yeah, many of them. That's right. And I don't know if there's anything left of the original Orange Memorial Hospital building. I don't think there is. I don't think so. But if you go over what? to the Florida Hospital building, they got all this, you know, mega beautiful new buildings surrounding <laughs> it. But if you look very closely, you'll see some a small part of the building looks like it has some stained glass windows on it, kinda. That's the original building. <laughs> That this new hospital is built oh all God. around it. Yeah, where was Orange Hospital? Orange Memorial is yeah. where Orlando Regional is. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
All right. So, and uh, it, it, of course, was uh, that in Florida Sand were the only two hospitals in the, in the town at that right. time. So, so you were born here. You went over to the West Coast. You came back. And how did you? Uh, let, let's get back to what you you did. You were in, you were in basketball coaching. Yeah, I was. And then I basically figured out after getting out of coaching that uh, I was pretty much constitutionally unemployable. And, uh, which is pretty much the definition of entrepreneur. Join the crowd, so, yeah, baby. Uh, Join the crowd. You know, when, once that reality becomes, you know, the the real truth inside of your your happiness, then, you know, you really got to go pursue that journey. And, and I would really encourage anybody who's listening, you know, the opportunity that we have with the NEC and SCORE in their combined efforts at that facility is very unique. Uh, it doesn't exist in a lot of places. And the facility is so large in its magnitude and its reach. And you have to always, I mean, we, even when we started our business, I took the business plan out to 25 people and said, cut it up, dice it up, tell me what's wrong. I don't want to hear what's right. And, and that's really the most valuable information you can get is to hear, give me the critical side of this so that I can understand where I'm going, what my what holes do I got to get filled? Everybody could tell you how good you are, and everybody could tell you how wonderful something is. That's not going to make you any money. That sounds like a coach practicing what he preaches yeah, here. Right? <laughs> yeah, I must say, you have a coach's voice too. Maybe it's from, oh, yeah. from yelling on the basketball that's, that's court. That's never gone away, Chris. <laughs> that's from raising three. But it's 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 fantastic experience though that you you learn from and, and you grew from. Yeah, no, it is, and and I've said it over and over and over that you'll never be able to work as hard in business as you work in in coaching, and for as little money as you'll ever be paid. And it really does. It's a phenomenal teaching ground. And it's the reason why athletes uh, in, in general tend to really have a very successful course. And coaches can actually probably for the most part, if they just weren't chewed up with the bug right. of having to be on the floor or in the field, uh, are, are great business people if they could make the conversion. And, and fortunately, I was successful with that conversion. When I left, I left it behind. And um when I left, there was a lot of other people that did at the same time because the NCA was cut, cutting the, the coaching quotas. You could only have three coaches at that time. They cut it to two, and then they took the, the football and cut it from 14 to 11. But almost all mm. of those guys that I knew during that time all went back to coaching at some, uh, point. At some point. They just never could really make the break. Get it out of their blood, so yep. to speak. Why would the NCAA want to do that? I mean, you would think that oh, man, more that, coaches, that, safer environment. Uh, oh, don't think logically, Chris. Uh, You're yeah, talking about the NCAA. Yeah, okay. <laughs> foolish me. Yeah, so, you know, it just ends up being more money for the NCAA. Don't don't open up that Pandora box. I got you. We don't we'll have do, enough we'll time. We'll do that on my, That's my other right. show, we can, maybe. We can do that Rich, on you wanted to say something. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I did. And in relation to the business plans, uh, yeah. that's the majority of things that we do at SCORE is evaluate business plans and cut them up yep. and, you know, advise people as to how to make the plan better, especially the marketing area. Too many people come in with too high hopes. Yeah, they I, think I, they're going to make it in two months and it ain't going to happen. Yeah, Rich, I'll jump all over that. There's two things that really happen is that most, most people start a business, they got an idea, but they don't have any clue to marketing yep, or sales. That's it. And, 
You can live on sales if you don't have marketing. But eventually, in order to scale and expand, expand you're going to have yeah. to have marketing. Yep. Yep. The other thing is, is they constantly are underestimating the capital it's going to take. Yep. If you're coming in and you think it's going to be a million dollars to get your business done, the reality is it's going to be $2 million because of the time it's going to take, the obstacles that are going to happen, and the things that you are unplanned for. Because it's impossible, and this is the reason engineers never get started in a business. They're, they're, they're stuck on analysis paralysis. Right. They want every answer before they pull the trigger. Right. You're not going to get every answer before you pull the trigger as in an entrepreneur. Right, exactly. So many of them fail to consider ramp-up time. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing that they fail in in the business uh, right. plan is you got to fail. you got to plan for three to six months of not making a profit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that that's that's being generous. That's optimistic. Yeah, yeah that's, that's being very, really really generous because you know, it you never want your enthusiasm for your business will be contagious, but your enthusiasm can't create blindness. And you've got to have a balance between the enthusiasm and reality and then go to work. Uh, I mean, when we started January of 06, um, many people won't remember this, but you know, they'll remember the pain of the period of time yeah. is that October of 05 started the recession. And we started a print publication in an industry that supposedly was, was dying, was dying right? uh, that was going away. And we were going to print positive information about businesses and uplifting and share best practices when the media was nothing but negative on business because negative sales. So, you know, we went completely against the trend line, completely against anything that anybody would have said that, you know, you could be successful at doing. And five years later, we owned 53% of the market share. So, you Unbelievable. Know, you know, it you was, were it, really lucky or really good. Well, I think it's Einstein said something like in every catastrophe or whatever, there's opportunity. Well, there is. In, in other words, yeah, you know, when others are running for the door, maybe you should be... Well, taking a look at what they're leaving behind. Yeah, Warren, Did you just make that up? No, no. I, I, I okay. can't remember exactly how he phrased it. Okay. But uh, he was saying. I'm going to Google it after the show. Uh, you, know? you, you just go okay. right ahead and do right. that. There, right there, there is opportunity in every down market. That's, in essence, what he was saying. And, and right. that's you know really where your opportunities lie. It's, the key is positioning yourself for those opportunities, knowing that right. some, the, the, it's going to come. And so you you absolutely have to position yourself for those those chances when they do show up. Uh, my co-host on my regular show, my other show, I should say, is uh, Mike McBath. And he was in uh, financial planning at uh, UBS or Merrill Lynch and then right. UBS. And his, he, his, uh, his basically rule of thumb is... When it's good, it's bad. When it's bad, it's good. Good, yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I know every time he runs in one of his uh, former clients uh, up the street here at Cafe Positano, they're hugging him and shaking his hand, and the <laughs> wife is kissing him. But I go, more clients, huh? Yeah, made them a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> He's an ex-Buffalo yeah. Bill ex football player, too. Is. That's right. He hey, got it. And, I mean, you're feeling it and seeing it right now because if everybody wants to watch what the last 13 months were before we got to this quarter, 
Yeah. You know, that was an okay. up run. And now right. they're starting to feel the opposite. All right. Now we're going to uh, take a break and come back and talk more with Phil Zeman and Jeff Pearsall. And once again, you can meet them at BizFest. We'll be right back. What's the score? Our BizFest Eve edition. There you go, man. And that voice, of We're course. We're all over that one. That belongs to Rich Jekyll. I am Christopher Hart. And our guests today are Phil Zeman. He is a counselor at SCORE, and he is going to be the MC for the BizFest. And Jeff Pearsall, who is going to be the keynote speaker. And once again, we're devoting pretty much this show to BizFest. But the whole idea is to promote business, which is the whole idea of SCORE and the, and the National Entrepreneur Center, which work they work in conjunction with SCORE to produce this event, don't they, Rich? Oh, yeah, and these two guys dovetail right into that effort. And so, once again, it is coming up this Wednesday, the 2nd, May the 2nd, at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. And Phil is just talking about uh, uh, the past BizFests where they had, uh, for instance, one of the events, and there are a number of things going on throughout the day. We want to make this clear. And like Rich mentioned, the speed counseling. Speed counseling. counseling. There's going to be forums set up. And you said you're going to be hosting a a roundtable discussion. Yeah, panel discussion with funding sources and recipient of those sources. And there'll be other panel discussions as well. I think there's usually one on social media. Yeah, there's going to be two. um, There is, yep. Social media presentations with Pamela Starr from Google. Okay. So obviously that's always a relevant topic, web marketing and internet uh, marketing. And then um, we have uh, two roundtables, sales presentation with Mike. It'll all start at noon, okay, at the Orlando Fashion Square. You can get there early if you like, but it officially kicks off at noon. And then these things will be going on throughout the afternoon. Yeah. As well as, and then during breaks, you'll be able to take advantage of, say, if you take advantage of one of the round tables during a break, you can go out and there'll be a professional photographer, right? I was just yep. going to say that. You're right on my line of thought here today, man. And what, that is so rare. And what will he be doing? He will be doing headshots. For? And you, you use these are professional headshots. You use them for your website, for your LinkedIn, for your Facebook, all of that stuff. So you brand yourself. And he won't be taking these with his cell phone, okay? This will be a professional <laughs> no, be setup. No. Be a professional setup, backdrop, lights, you know, yeah. shades or whatever they call them and all. Yeah, yeah. And, and guess how much it'll cost? The big F word, man. Tell them. They're free. Exactly. Free. So please do take advantage of that. And now what the way they do it is they take a number of them, and you pick out the one you want yeah. or the ones you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, come on down once again, May the 2nd, noon it starts. And as I said, these events go on throughout the afternoon. And so it'll be you'll be able to go from one event to the other event. You'll be able to circulate throughout. Sign the, up for different events exactly. at different times. And there'll be sponsors there that you'll be able to meet. And they'll have tables there with information on them and things and like freebies. that. And freebies. They bring freebies. Absolutely. So once again, this is free to you. This event is absolutely free to you, as is the cocktail party, which will be the culmination of the event after the keynote speaker speaks. And what time will that be about? Uh, are you planning, uh, Phil, for the keynote speakers? Keynote to- speakers, I think from 5.15 to 6.15 is an hour. 
Somewhere right around that time frame. And then the cocktail parties kicks off about 6.30, 6.15, 6.30. My cocktail party kicks off at 2.30. <laughs> yeah, we know, Rich. Uh, but uh, if there's anything left, uh, at, at about 6.30, everybody will be able to take advantage of that. And as I said, there'll be hors d'oeuvres there. The caterers are uh, excellent. Yeah, they're, they're all ex-clients of ours, too. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so, and once again, Jeff Pearsall is going to be the keynote speaker. And Jeff, it's pretty rare. That's right to meet anybody anymore. Born in at the time called Orange Memorial Hospital. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got to get his autograph before which, he leaves here. Which it and and Florida San yeah. was the other hospital. Sands short for sanitarium because yeah. I think it was the fifth floor or something. Yeah, it was devoted for people who had disorders. Yeah, going back to the fifties, and there's yeah, not many of them. That's right. And I don't know if there's anything left of the original Orange Memorial Hospital building. I don't think there is. I don't think so. But if you go over what? to the Florida Hospital building, they got all this, you know, mega beautiful new buildings surrounding <laughs> it. But if you look very closely, you'll see some a small part of the building looks like it has some stained glass windows on it, kinda. That's the original building. <laughs> That this new hospital is built oh all God. around it. Yeah, where was Orange Hospital? Orange Memorial is yeah. where Orlando Regional is. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. So, and uh, it, it, of course, was uh, that in Florida San were the only two hospitals in the, in the town at that right. time. So, so you were born here. You went over to the West Coast. You came back, and how did you? Uh, let, let's get back to what you you did. You were in, you were in basketball coaching. Yeah, I was. And then I basically figured out after getting out of coaching that uh, I was pretty much constitutionally unemployable, and, uh, which is pretty much the definition of entrepreneur. Join the crowd, so, yeah, baby. Uh, Join the crowd. You know, when, once that reality becomes, you know, the, the real truth inside of your, your happiness, then, you know, you really got to go pursue that journey. And, and I would really encourage anybody who's listening you know, the opportunity that we have with the NEC and SCORE in their combined efforts at that facility is very unique. Uh, it doesn't exist in a lot of places. And the facility is so large in its magnitude and its reach. And you have to always, I mean, we, even when we started our business, I took the business plan out to 25 people and said, cut it up, dice it up, tell me what's wrong. I don't want to hear what's right. And, and that's really the most valuable information you can get is to hear, give me the critical side of this so that I can understand where I'm going, what, my, what holes do I've got to get filled. Everybody could tell you how good you are, and everybody could tell you how wonderful something is. That's not going to make you any money. That sounds like a coach practicing what he preaches yeah, here. Right? <laughs> yeah, I must say you have a coach's voice, too. Maybe it's from, oh, yeah. from yelling on the basketball that's, that's court. That's never gone away, Chris. <laughs> that's from raising three. But it's, it's, it's fantastic experience, though, that you, you learned from and, and you grew from. Yeah, no, it is. And, and I've said it over and over and over that you'll never be able to work as hard in business as you work in, in coaching and for as little money as you'll ever be paid. And it really does. It's a phenomenal teaching ground. And it's the reason why athletes uh, in, in general tend to really have a very successful course. And coaches can actually probably for the most part, if they just weren't chewed up with the bug right. of having to be on the floor or in the field, uh, are, are great business people if they could make the conversion. And, and fortunately, I was successful with that conversion. When I left, I left it behind. And um 
when I left, there was a lot of other people that did at the same time because the NCAA was cut, cutting the, the coaching quotas. You could only have three coaches at that time. They cut it to two, and then they took the the football and cut it from 14 to 11. But almost all mm. of those guys that I knew during that time all went back to coaching at some, uh, point. at some point. They just never could really make the break. Get it out of their blood, so yeah. to speak. Why would the NCAA want to do that? I mean, you would think that oh, man, more coaches, <laughs> safer environment. Uh, oh, don't think logically, Chris. Uh, uh, you're talking about the NCAA. Yeah, okay. <laughs> foolish me. Yeah, so, you know, it just ends up being more money for the NCAA. Uh, don't don't open up that Pandora box. I got you. We don't we'll have do, enough we'll time. We'll do that on my, That's my other right. show, we can, maybe. We can do that Rich, on you wanted to say something. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I did. And in relation to the business plans, uh, yeah. that's the majority of things that we do at SCORE is evaluate business plans and cut them up yep. and, you know, advise people as to how to make the plan better, especially the marketing area. Too many people come in with too high hopes. Yeah, they I've, think they're going to make it in two months and it ain't going to happen. Yeah, Rich, I'll jump all over that. There's two things that really happen is that most, most people start a business, they got an idea, but they don't have any clue to marketing yep, or sales. That's it. And, you can live on sales if you don't have marketing. But eventually, in order to scale and expand, expand you're going to have yeah. to have marketing. Yep. Yep. The other thing is, is they constantly are underestimating the capital it's going to take. Yep. If you're coming in and you think it's going to be a million dollars to get your business done, the reality is it's going to be $2 million because of the time it's going to take. The obstacles that are going to happen and the things that you are unplanned for, because it's impossible. And this is the reason engineers never get started in a business. They're 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 stuck on analysis paralysis. Right. They want every answer before they pull the trigger. Right. You're not going to get every answer before you pull the trigger as in an entrepreneur. Business. Right. Exactly. So many of them fail to consider ramp up time. Yeah. I mean that's the biggest thing that they fail in in the business. Uh, right. Plan is you got to fail. You got to plan for three to six months of not making a profit. Right. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I was going to say that. That's that's being generous. That's optimistic. Yeah, yeah that's, that's being very, really really generous because you know it. You never want your enthusiasm for your business will be contagious, but your enthusiasm can't create blindness. And you've got to have a balance between the enthusiasm and reality and then go to work. Uh, I mean, when we started January of 06, um, many people won't remember this, but, you know, they'll remember the pain of the period of time yeah. is that October of 05 started the recession. And we started a print publication in an industry that supposedly was, was dying, was dying right? uh, that was going away. And we were going to print positive information about businesses and uplifting and share best practices when the media was nothing but negative on business because negative sales. So, you know, we went completely against the trend line, completely against anything that anybody would have said that, you know, you could be successful at doing. And five years later, we owned 53 percent of the market share. So you unbelievable. Know, you know, it you was, were it, really lucky or really good. Well, I think it's Einstein said something like in every catastrophe or whatever, there's opportunity. Well, there is. In, in other words, yeah, you know, when others are running for the door, maybe you should be 
well, taking a look at what they're leaving behind. Yeah, did warrant. you just make that up? No, no, you I, did. I, I okay. can't remember exactly how he phrased it. Okay, but uh, he was saying, you "I'm going to Google it after the show." Uh, you know, you, you just go okay. right ahead and do right. that. Well, there, there, right there, there is opportunity in every down market. That's, in essence, what he was saying, and, and right. that's you know really where your opportunities lie. Is the key is positioning yourself. For those opportunities, knowing that right. some, the, the, it's going to come. And so you you absolutely have to position yourself for those those chances when they do show up. Uh, my co-host on my regular show, my other show, I should say, is uh, Mike McBath. And he was in uh, financial planning at uh, UBS or Merrill Lynch and then right. UBS. And his, he, his, uh, his basically rule of thumb is... When it's good, it's bad. When it's bad, it's good. Good, yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I know every time he runs in one of his uh, former clients uh, up the street here at Cafe Positano, they're hugging him and shaking his hand, and the <laughs> wife is kissing him. But I go, more clients, huh? Yeah, they do a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> He's an ex-Buffalo yeah. Bill ex- football ex- player, too. Is. That's right. He hey, got it. And, I mean, you're feeling it and seeing it right now because if everybody wants to watch what the last 13 months were before we got to this quarter, yeah. You know, that was an okay. up run, and now right. they're starting to feel the opposite. All right, now we're going to uh, take a break and come back and talk more with Phil Zeman and Jeff Pearsall. And once again, you can meet them at BizFest. We'll be right back. to What's the Score, our BizFest edition, as we get ready for BizFest coming up this week, May 2nd, noon, National Entrepreneur Center. Be there, be there, be there! Ooh, oh, man. man. That is Rich Jekyll. Yeah, you're just getting yourself wound up there before <laughs> your show starts. Huh? It's like those big truck, you know, those mud yeah. pulls or whatever. Be there, be there, be there! So anyway, be there at okay. BizFest. And I'm Christopher Hart, and uh, along with Phil Zeman and Jeff Pearsall today, of course, we are talking about BizFest. I said Rich Jekyll. Okay. I think I did, anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, Rich no, no. And, of course, uh, every year they've had a great turnout at BizFest, and one reason why is because we talk about it on the radio, and like radio. we're doing right now. Yeah, man. And you can have a commercial like this one right here if you want to, or you can have a commercial <laughs> like this one right here if you'd like to. That's the beauty of radio. You can get your voice, your message out to the people that you would like most to hear it. You know, I've been bragging on this show about how many people listen to radio, and you've been doubting me all I along. I still doubt it. Washington Times, April 18th, Uh-oh. 2018, Uh-oh. headline story, old-fashioned radio still leads the way, baby. Yes, sir. Okay. Of all the media... And I'm talking about TV. I'm talking about computers. I'm talking about smartphones. I'm talking about Google. I'm talking about Facebook. We get Radio the point. still we get leads the, point. the way. 93% of Americans listen to their radio every week, which probably means every day, right? At least do the week, throughout the week, especially when people are driving in their automobiles. But people still rely on radio, even millennials. Extraordinary numbers amongst millennials that, and the generations that you would think are just locked into their mobile devices. Yeah. Well, sometimes they use those mobile devices, guess what, to listen to the radio. 
because it can be used as an old-fashioned transistor radio with the earbuds. Oh Remember all that? God, or plugs, whatever they call them, buds. Now, yeah. And the whole point that I'm trying to make here is it's a valuable tool to do some marketing, to do some advertising, yep. because it still is so effective and getting even more so. The millennials, in fact, are beginning to turn more and more to it. It's extraordinary. And it is also extremely affordable. And when you have a great uh, radio group of stations that, like the Salem Media Group Orlando here has, four great radio stations, including a Hispanic station, uh, FM signals, powerful signals, you can really reach a broad audience over a large geographic area literally 24 hours a day with your message. And a target market. Exactly. You can uh, do it via commercials. You can have a show like this your own. You hear many shows on the weekend that are paid programs. And the reason you hear mainly the same guys over and over again, guess what? It works. And uh, it's uh, and it's just a great Where did this medium. new persona come so from? So the, 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 the person to talk to is Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Orlando. 407-618-1760 is his number. Bill's been in radio business all his life. He's seen the, he's seen the ups and he's seen the downs. And he knows how to put your money to work efficiently and effectively. That's 407-618-1760. Give him a holler. And if you like this show, tell him thanks, because he makes it possible. All right. So what have you done uh, with the, way, the real be, Christopher Hart? folks from uh, Salem at, uh, at uh, the BizFest yeah, as well. that's right. Yep. They have an arrangement now with the National Entrepreneur Center. They have a business minute that they do. No kidding. No kidding. I did because not once know that. Again, it is a, and the great thing about radio is it's so personal. Okay, it can be you one on one with the listener because of all the people listening, most of them are listening by themselves. All right. I did not know that either. Indeed. My God, you are a wealth of information today. All right. And so is Jeff Pearsall, and he's going to be speaking, the keynote speaker at BizFest. Phil Zeman, you're going to be introducing him. I will. And uh, and you, you played a role in choosing him, as you said. Sure. And because you had seen him speak before. I have. What really jumped out at you, though? Was it the subject matter or the way they presented it or both? It was a combination of both. You know, the subject matter really appeals to the entrepreneur. And the way he and Eric delivered it, I'm like, we got to get them to the BizFest. So um, I explained it to the group at SCORE and who they were. And they all did a little research. Yeah, they, gave, they said they'll get back with me in a week. And they called me the next day and said, get them on board. Jeff Pearsall is going to be, once again, the keynote speaker, author, by the way, of the book Dogs Don't Bark at Parked Cars. And, uh, by the way, can can they get your book if they go to i4biz or i4biz.com? It, it'll it be there, but it'll link them over to Amazon.com. So, okay. You know, it's going to be one of the same. All right. And, and you mentioned a little bit earlier that you and your partner sounded like you do sort of a little bit of a tag team type routine. Can you tell us a little bit about how you present the and what a little just a little taste of what you're sure, going to be talking yeah. about? We can present in a lot of different forms and fashions, and, you know, we can do 90-minute segments or we can do one hour. We just thought it would be best for this particular delivery. We have what we call TREP Talks, and TREP is short for entrepreneur. And so those TREP Talks tend to be 15-minute segments, and there will be four different topics. So we're going to take two of the chapters from the book. We're going to take the bookends. Uh, which is one on trust and one on legacy. And then we're going to take ethical capitalism and we're going to take value. And for most people, they really don't understand 
um, both concepts of ethical capitalism and real value. So we'll deliver those as the first and the fourth, and then in between, we'll deliver the two bookends of the chapters of the book, which is called uh, Trust and Legacy. You talk about ethical capitalism and values and things. These are things that colleges used to teach as part of the general curriculum, wasn't it, back in the day? I mean, you were required to have, for instance, some humanities classes, which would often include some sort of uh, ethics or something of that nature. Are are you seeing a lack of that being taught in our schools today? Wow, what a great question. You know, it's kind of like physical education not being taught anymore. Um, And you can have a lot of long conversations. But, you know, I was with a group of of graduates and MBAs and and business school, and it was probably about 60 of them in the room, and I asked them for the definition of capitalism. And, And when the room went silent, I knew we had an issue. You had a problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you have all these people that want to talk on ethics, and really, ethics is really quite simple. It's just do the right thing. Right. Now it begs whether the, anybody's looking or not. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it begs the next question, which is, what's that plumb line to allow you to make those decisions to do the right thing? Because the media typically takes a business and they see the decisions they make, and they're going to paint it in the negative. And if you pay attention to the media, you're going to think all business is bad. And so, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're like, why am I doing this? Well, you know, you're doing it for the four basic freedoms that you're really driving for. And it's either money, time, relationships, or purpose. And one of those four is is driving you for, and if it's not, you better not get started. (laughs) Well, indeed. (laughs) Because that's the core of it. And so these will be, you said, these, these four topics, values, uh, uh, ethical capitalism. What were the other two? The other two are the first and the last chapters of the book, which are, you know, the, the trust chapter and trust. the legacy chapter. And the values, I want to be really clear, we're going we're gonna to actually teach people how to deliver value in their business. And right now, I guarantee anybody hears that word, they're thinking that means money. I've got to figure out how to do and, and we're going to turn that whole equation upside down for yeah. them and teach them how they really deliver value. Okay. Sounds like an excellent choice for a speaker. Wow. So uh, congratulations sure. uh, to both well, of thank you. you. Uh, uh, unfortunately, yeah. I won't be able to see it or hear it because I'll be doing a live remote That's right. broadcast. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, you'll be They're going to be filming it, yeah, though. You'll be on uh, for the show for a little while, both <coughs> before and afterwards, I believe, okay. is scheduled. So uh, uh, you can tell us a little bit about it once again on my other show. <coughs> and so a great opportunity to introduce you to my, on, uh, my audience as well. They're going to be filming it. They are. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's going to be on record. Right. So, uh, but I look forward to getting a copy of your book and, and reading the book. And it sounds like a book that's not just for entrepreneurs. It could be for anybody. You know, it's interesting, Chris. That's what our publisher told us. He said, you know, after he read the book, he said, you know, you're, you're limiting your market by entrepreneurs, but I understand you got to start somewhere. And we've had a lot of single moms raising, you know, families. We've had a lot of just people that are in regular career jobs going from a personal standpoint, this has helped me more than anything else I've read, you know, and it really does give you a compass and a a way to be able to see the confusion of life in a very much more simple manner. Right. And the confusion of life in a rapidly changing world, as you mentioned earlier. It really is. And without the, this uh, basis of, of ethical, I don't want to call. How should I say it? Uh, 
uh, values that you can rely on, uh, it's easy to make bad choices. Well, you know, and it's it goes a step further. It gets to the point of the narcissistic v- values where, hey, I got the right to to make whatever I think is valuable. Right. Well, no, you don't. You right. know, because we all live in a world and we live in a society, and as the as our society continues to expand to a global level, it's being tested at every level that we have to understand that we live with people. And so in the course of living with those people, there are certain things that just aren't permissible. Right. And so you don't get the freedom to make the determination of what those are. But that's what we're living with today is everybody thinks they have the freedom and the right the right to right. decide yeah. what's right. We got a lot of that. We don't have a lot of manners. We used to call it when I was, <laughs> my parents used to call it when we yep. were kids, right? Manners. Yep. 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 This really comes down, but manners are based on ethical principles. Yeah. The yes, sir. No, yeah. sir. Thank you. We'll it's get all you about anywhere. respect and, yeah. and, you know, valuing somebody else's right to exist. But yes. everything is right so depersonalized now. Yeah. I mean, going through your cell phone to talk to somebody that's sitting right next to you. That's wild to me. Wow. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not at BizFest Wednesday, obviously you're going to be missing it. So even if you can only show up for Jeff's keynote speech, show up for the speech well, and then the know, cocktail party afterwards. It's pretty simple, Chris. 90% of success is showing up. It, if you're is. not there, you got no hope. You, you heard it from Coach Pearsall. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Oh, thank you, Coach. And he's absolutely right, though. And, and in this case, there's, you know, unless you just absolutely can't be there, there's no excuse not to be because it's an absolutely free event. Right. If you're an entrepreneur or thinking about being an entrepreneur, come on, come on down. And meet us. And once again, it's this Wednesday. That's May the 2nd. It officially kicks off at noon, and the keynote speaker is going to be introduced by Phil about 5.15 or so as That's he sees the event. And, of course, you'll be able to meet all of us before and after the keynote speak will be the speaker's uh, speech. And, uh, of course, it'll culminate with the cocktail party. Yes. And so come hungry for knowledge and <laughs> come hungry to meet and network with a lot of great people who are in the same frame of mind as you. And so, I will be doing the speed counseling. I'll be one of the guys doing the speed counseling. All right. So once again, this Wednesday, May the 2nd, National Entrepreneur Center, Orlando Fashion Square Mall, just park in the parking garage on the west side. Follow the signs and the vines on the wall. They'll take you right to the Entrepreneur Center. It's free, so please do come on out. Once again, free headshots, speed counseling, the round tables. And, of course, the keynote speech by Jeff and his partner. So, once again, we hope to see you there. And uh, until then. Yeah, stop by and say hello when you're there. All right. Until then, we'll be back next week with more What's the Score. See ya. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.